set, go Smart panel, smart bar, smart training There you are, customizing it right AI, form and fire, super set We'll show you what it's all about It's a total workout Welcome to the Superset episode two. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. We made it. We did. To episode two. Woo! Quite the accomplishment. <laughs> no pod fade here. Yeah, two of them. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, yes. uh, so mm-hmm. tell them what you got. What do I have? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, we have lots to cover today. We're going to talk about uh, Tonal seeking funding. We're going to talk about some changes to the Tonal gear shop, uh, what the outcome of the May We Rise contest was. Uh, Then we're also going to talk about new content, new features. We have an amazing interview coming up with the community manager and some other fun little tidbits that are all about Tonal. Awesome. Well, uh, before we get to that, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us. While you're there, be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And uh, if you would be so kind, if you like what you're hearing, to leave a review. And if you would be so kind, if you don't like what you're hearing, is to not. (laughs) (laughs) Good plan. Put that right out there. But but we have our first review. Woo! How about Review this? number one. And we didn't even ask anybody to do it. Like, Thank we didn't you. Go to a Thank you, reviewer. And say, hey, could you? Yeah, no. we didn't do that. Yeah. So uh, this is from Andrea99, and she says, loving it. I had no idea I was underusing the tonal so much. Aww. I have to listen twice to this pod because there are so many features and new releases I had no clue were available and need to take advantage of. Thank you for sharing all the info and love the interview as well as the boop boops. <laughs> So, thank you for the very kind review, Andrea. And thank you for noticing our boop boop boops. Our boop boops. Yes. Hey. Hey. Boop, boop. Hey, Andrea 99. Eyes up here. <laughs> off the boop boops. <laughs> I'm happily married man. So, uh, uh, also, if you just can't get enough of us, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash superset podcast uh while you're there like the page join the group and we'd love to have you so coming on in the water's fine absolutely so uh i guess that's it for all that let's uh let's dig in shall we let's do it so there was an interesting article this week uh from bloomberg about tonal seeking more funding which i guess we should say is is a good thing yeah and sometimes you hear sinking funding you're like oh they're out of money yeah but a Companies like this that are, you know, I hate to say just getting off the ground, but in the grand scheme of things, right. compared to an IBM or, I don't know, a Sears, which is now back on the ground. If, yeah, they're, they're seeking funding for another reason. Right. They're seeking funding out of desperation. That's the difference. So, uh, But but they're uh, they're looking for some more cash to, to build up even more. Yeah, which typically that means that they're, companies like this are putting money back into their programming, putting it back into research, back into building things up. So uh, I can only assume that is the plan of what, what Tonal is planning to do. Uh, it says here that if they were to get the funding they are requesting, it would value the company at $250 million or more. Uh, this The discussions are taking place with L. Catterton, which was also a key player in Tonal's $45 million venture capital 
funding round in 2019. Well, you got to think that the investors right now are kind of digging what they're seeing in the world of connected fitness. I would think. As we're all scared if, you know, if you if you go to a gym and touch a barbell, you're going to end up looking like. One of the one of the Nazis from Raiders of the Last Ark. Yeah, not not good. Uh, the company Tonal did say that the funding would fuel the company's growth after its recent expansion of delivery to all forty eight contiguous states. There have been some changes to the Tonal Gear Shop. Yes, and this is this is major. Uh, the Tonal Gear Shop is fairly new, uh, okay. within six months or so. Right. Uh, actually, it might even be a little bit less than that because it showed up after I showed up to Tonal. So it's, gotcha. it's pretty new. And um, the Tonal Gear Shop. One of the things that the feedback pieces people kept saying is the shipping. Is very expensive ah. So uh, Tonal heard that feedback Which is one of the things I love about Tonal And they are now covering the $4.95 processing fee In the gear shop on every order They've also asked their shipping partner To audit their shipping rates And guarantee that they are market standard FedEx rates That's awesome It is Because I, I will say There's been lots of times Not necessarily with Tonal gear Because I'm not yeah, we know, but we know how I am. But uh, but like I have, there's been times with other products where I'm going to buy it and then I see the shipping and I'm like, eh. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. yeah, and and in some cases the shipping was more expensive than the products we were buying, and so <laughs> yeah, not I good. no, and I I mean I'm glad that Tonal heard that right. and that they made adjustments. I think that was really smart on their part. Um, and by the way, they also are saying that there's going to be ton- more Tonal gear availability very soon, which I'm super excited about because I got my Tonal sweatshirt shirt and uh I, and my tonal mug love both right um i feel like the quality on both is really nice yeah because you accidentally put it in the dishwasher yes the mug not the my mug. sweatshirt well yeah <laughs> if the sweat if the sweatshirt had gone in the dishwasher that wouldn't be accidental that would just be drunk it, yeah yeah that's true. <laughs> i don't think i've ever done that no but uh <laughs> But there would have to be some sort of other some, Yeah, you yeah Accidentally do that But yeah, they, it accidentally got put in the dishwasher One of the kids was filling the dishwasher And threw it in, in there And you hate to yell at a kid for filling the dishwasher Right, But right. I'm not above it No <laughs> <laughs> I'm not But it came out okay It did Not recommending it no. But it, no. it, it did at least make it through one pass Yeah, and it doesn't say that it's not dishwasher safe But it does say it's not microwavable safe So, so I just eh. Normally, like, the dishwasher gets pretty hot Yeah, so. yeah So I don't know whether you're supposed to or not But it had a cork bottom And I was never planning on putting it in either The microwave or the dishwasher right. So it's still in good shape it's still usable Very excited about that Hooray Yeah <laughs> and, uh, and, and seriously, I love the mug And I love the uh, sweatshirt that I got It's very soft and cozy And as they expand the gear shop We will keep an eye out for uh, superset clothing line <laughs> Yeah We won't hold our breath Yeah <laughs> And come out with a whole line of uh, Things themed by me Like a, a superset snuggie <laughs> Yeah Superset snuggie That's great Tom <laughs> So Tonal was uh, had their charity event, May We Rise. Yeah. And we have some details on how that turned out. Yeah, it was great. 98 people participated, 696 entries, 29 people completed every single day of the challenge. Nice. Um, and they raised over 13, it was 1392 
Uh, so $1,392 for Meals on Wheels. Before May We Rise, uh, Tonal was also working on Tonal Gives Back Initiative. And through that, they raised $2,626 to be donated to the CDC Foundation to combat COVID-19. The community also came together to support the David Young's nonprofit, which is called Procure Hope. Uh, they did a Facebook live workout that raised $120. They also hosted an internal employee challenge where they raised another $1,924 for the United Way Bay Area COVID-19 Relief Fund and the WHO Relief Fund. So altogether, $6,044 was raised to help the communities facing current challenges. You know, I don't know about that WHO Relief Fund because I feel like Roger Daltrey and Pete Townsend have to be doing just fine. You do? I do. And I think this this might be for the World Health Organization. Yeah, that... Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. In context. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Glad to hear that. Like they have to be filthy rich. <laughs> Another cool thing was that the grand prize winner of the May We Rise Challenge got to decide, got to donate $500 to a, not, a nonprofit of their choice. And the winner of that was Nick Golden. So congrats to Nick Golden. Awesome. Do we happen to know what Nick donated to? I don't. I never saw a follow up. Ah. But it doesn't mean that there wasn't one. Sure. I just, just might have missed it in my totally. feed. Totally. Just curious. Yeah. The total community on Facebook reached a new milestone this week. Yes, they did. 4,000 people in the official Tonal community this week. That is so exciting. Congrats to the entire Tonal community. Yeah. And so if you haven't done it yet, you should. Yes, absolutely. You should swing on by and and join the Tonal community on Facebook. Absolutely. Business Insider, uh, not too long ago, had an interesting review of Tonal. Yes, they did. This is actually uh, from March, just to give you an idea. And and if you want to find this article, it will be posted uh, within the Superset Facebook group. Facebook.com slash Superset Podcast. And uh, you can find the details there. But at a very high level, this was a review over the entire system and kind of talking about what at-home fitness systems are, why they're for the future and, right. and this was just before COVID really ramped right. up And so so yeah This article is uh, Is from March 11th So when they say For the future They meant uh, 48 hours later Yeah really <laughs> I mean, That's That's very seriously The truth um, So uh, This person They wanted to compare it With traditional weightlifting, And so They go through And they explain it And then talk about how Yeah it's expensive Because it is But um, if you've ever heard Ali Arati talk about it, you would know that it's also super. There's a value to it. Like, yeah. it, it, like it's, you know, like, yeah, the initial upfront cost might seem high. But when you break out, if, if you utilize it, if you break out what you're paying per usage, that the value really starts to outpace the cost pretty quickly. Yeah, especially particularly if you were using a personal trainer. Right. Or if you wanted to buy a traditional functional fitness uh, equipment machine, uh, right. you know, which can can be up to $10,000 that you need to, to yeah. spend the money on. And so. unlike going to the gym, you won't die when you touch it. <laughs> <laughs> I might be overstating things slightly. But. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the author of the article talked about how Tonal stood out to them because they preferred strength 
to cardio. So even though they had been uh, eyeing Peloton in general with like a connected fitness eye, Tonal stood out to them more because they were interested in strength training. Right. Um, And they talk about how there is a showroom in San Francisco and uh, which right now is probably closed due to COVID. Yes. Um, The person was kind of, you know, a little bit antsy about it, which I think any of us are, especially when you're working out in public. Right. Um, But they absolutely fell in love with it. It sounds to me like after reading this, the only thing that they really felt like was a detractor was simply the cost. But if you if you compare the cost, like I said, to a personal trainer or a gym membership, it easily uh, is is a good buy, good return on investment overall. So uh, if you want to see all the details of that, kind of the breakdown, check it out at our Facebook page. New Tonal Content. Tons of new content coming to Tonal. So much. Uh, so, so much. A veritable plethora, if you will. <laughs> it is. Um, I, I'm kind of excited about this because they tried some new things here. Right. Uh, one of the things that stood out to me was a yoga bar fusion class. Hey, hey there, boo-boo. <laughs> right? No, yoga, no, no, yoga, no. Yoga not, bar? No. No? No. What? Yoga. Right. And bar, not yogi bear. Oh, I thought this was like an exercise in case you had uh, utilized too much of your picnic basket. <laughs> I wish people could say, see your adorable face whenever you make. <laughs> they probably would not think it's quite as adorable as you do. No, I, I am partial. Yeah, <laughs> thankfully. But this is very exciting because a lot of people are looking for bar classes these days, particularly ones that you can take from home since yeah. they can't leave the Should house. you explain what bar? Is that common? Because I had never heard of it until we started talking about like stuff I like this on the podcast. I feel like it is, okay. but just in case... Um, it, just in case it's not, it, it's kind of like a, a ballet-inspired workout. Uh, you know, ballet dancers are very, very strong, very fit. Uh, and that comes from, obviously, the dancing they're doing, right? which uses a lot of leg movements and uh, stretching. And so I've actually never done a full bar workout. but Not I, B-A-R-R-E. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, but I really like that they added a yoga and bar together because right. to me that says that you can do that at home that's something that you can do without a lot of equipment which some of the the bar classes that you take you need an actual bar you need the bar yeah right so so i'm curious to see how this goes it's 51 minutes it's done by coach francis very excited to see something different here also another one that stood out to me was coach nicolette put together a posture prep uh, so it's to help you Get your body kind of ready and aligned before you do your training, which if you if you have issues uh, with posture, this can really help you decrease possible injuries, because if you kind of get your body prepped before you do a workout, this can help everything stay aligned the way it's supposed to be. Okay. And Coach Nicolette has done a lot of research on posture um, and how to help people. And she does like. She also has like an entirely separate business from Tonal where she helps people with their posture. Really? Um, That's a whole business? Yes. Like she does assessments. She'll like talk to you. um, Well, right now she'll talk to you online. Right. um, And uh, do an assessment of like, you know, this side of your body is a little bit weaker than this side. You're kind of standing like this. You're slumping too much, et cetera. Right. And help you do exercises to correct anything that's going on with your posture. That just fascinates me that there are people out there that are like, 
my posture is awful. I never thought about it until I had the tonal, but right. I feel like it's a huge thing because uh, working all day at a desk is. I mean, you do. T- I, I tend to slump when yeah. I say you. I meant the royal you, right? And I slump really badly at my desk. Also, since COVID, and I have been working from home for the past eight weeks, I have been sitting in a recliner for chunks of my day, right? And so I have been very aware after having tonal because I, I got injured not long after I started working from home, and I really believe it's because I went from. Uh, sitting at work in a chair and standing most of the day because uh, I had like one of those standing desk things yeah. to sitting in a recliner. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so I think this could be super helpful for people. Another one that is super exciting, if you are not lucky enough to have a fight camp like myself, is boxing brawn uh, with Coach Pablo. It's 36 minutes of cardio boxing and strength training so that you can get very strong and have uh, good good punches. <laughs> uh, there's also a new program, Good to Great with Coach Paul and So this allows you to break through and take your training to the next level. It's all about intensity, warmups that vary in the second half of the program. That is important. I want to point that out. Uh, A lot of people that take tonal programs uh, have said some of their feedback has been, I do not like that four weeks of my program is exactly the same all four weeks. I get that. Right. Well, this one, the the warm-ups and movements vary in the second half of the program. So you have two weeks one way, two weeks another way. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Not sure everybody sees that, you know, because it's kind of buried in the description. Totally, so yeah. Unless you're like me and you obsess over all the Facebook posts, you might <laughs> miss that. Also, I'm not going to go into these uh, really in depth, but there are tons of coaches from home workouts. One thing I am going to point out, these are... Stay on your trainer for a limited time. So if you see one that's interesting to you, take it because I don't know how long it's going to be out there. I noticed some that I had kind of had my eye on are gone now. Ah. So I need to be better about getting on it and taking the class as soon as I see it. Like when you used to be on match. (laughs) Yeah. As soon as I saw a match. Gotta be quick. Yeah. Just like get in there and snap (laughs) them up. (laughs) Um, But there's some really cool ones. Uh, There's some kids classes that they're doing. One of which stood out to me was... Coach Paul is leading a swimming class, so kind of for uh, based on movements that they would use in the pool as they do summer class, like summer pool classes. And what a great time for kids classes! One. because it's summertime It gives them something to do But also Like I know school Has wrapped up But I'll, you know A lot of schools Were still expecting Those kids to do Some sort of PE activity While they were at home So uh, Hopefully this won't matter In the fall But if for some reason Kids still are telecommuting In the fall Like that could be A good way To, to, to have them Knock out PE classes I know Absolutely. that these Are limited time But my guess is that the idea of kids classes won't be limited time I totally agree and I would also say that on that note they also have a yoga for the family class that they started up uh, and uh, coach Francis did that one so there's tons of these classes out there make sure that you are doing more than just your programs because you're going to miss out on some really really cool classes if you don't New tonal features And on the heels of new content There are lots of new features So many new features Uh, Probably the biggest one in the last few weeks Is that tonal now uh, works with one 
Apple Watch, and two, heart rate monitors in general. Uh, this has been something that the tonal community has been asking for. I don't really know how it works from an Apple Watch perspective because I am an Android girl. We are an Android family. Yeah, so I don't know anything about that. But in theory, you should be able to use your heart rate monitor with tonal. And uh, there was also, in case you missed it on Facebook, go back and check out the tonal lab with Coach Kelly, who explained how you can use heart rate training to your benefit so that you can reach your goals on Tonal. That was a huge, huge win for Tonal this month. Lots of people have been asking for that. Another one I found super exciting is that when you are using the filters on the trainer, you can sort by newest, most popular, highest rated, highest rated, but super exciting. You can also filter out the ones you've already done. Oh, that's a good idea. So it just like swipes it out of your way. Yeah. You don't have to see those. Which is great. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... You know who needs that? Who's... Netflix. Oh, my God. Yes. Right? <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. We've already watched it, Netflix. Right. Take it out of my queue. You got plenty of other stuff to show me. Right. I want to see the new stuff. Well, Tonal gets it. So they already did it for us. Um, also, you can swipe through the different workout days when you're in a program so that you can see what is coming up. So you can see how many reps, the durations... Everything. The cool part about that is you can see it on the trainer, but now you can also see it on the app as well. So you can kind of get in the right headspace of this is what I'm coming up on my workout today. Or avoid the stuff that you're like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. Well, that is to me. <laughs> I mean, I know you're joking, but to me, that's the Was downside. <laughs> that's the downside of, of this particular feature, because if I know Sometimes I can talk myself out of it. Yeah. But if you're doing a program, you already know. Totally. Right? You you know that day four, that's what's going to be. But that first week, everything's new. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you just kind of go into it and you just do whatever people tell you. But if you know on week three, oh, man, that stupid last move is uh, oh, burpees. Can't stand them. Hate them. Hate burpees. You know, I might I could see myself talking myself out of a workout that had burpees. <laughs> I could I could see that happening. Maybe they should have like a cover for them, like hides it. And then you have to click like, yes, I want to see that. And then like a presidential tweet, like they'll, they'll show you. OK, I'm ready to read this. now. I'm in the right headspace. Yes. I'm prepared. OK. And then uh, one last thing. They have a, a the stats on your trainer. You can click them now. So when you click on them, you can see more details about your total workouts, your strength score, volume, etc. So it like brings it right to you when you click on it. Awesome. The beauty of having a touchable screen. By the way, did you know Mirror is not touchable? Like it's not a it's not a touch sensitive pad. I did not know that. I just found that out today. That feels like a like 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 a bait and switch. I mean, I'm I'm I don't think that's what they're doing. He said to cover his ass legally, but but yeah, you see the all the ads and stuff and you just kind of assume that in today's world you can touch the screen nope. to interact with it. You can't. Wow. Mhm. Yeah, that's Thought you might find that interesting. I find that fascinating. Yep. It's a little janky. <laughs> Not <bit>. going to lie. <laughs> Kind of I, I keep mind. seeing people compare tonal to mirror. Yeah. And uh and for anybody who might be listening to this and that's your thought process, uh, I want to just take a moment and say that's a huge that's the huge difference. There there are so many huge differences between the mirror and tonal, but but the the mirror is you can't interact with it, whereas tonal is all about So do you have to like keep picking up your phone to use you an do. app? You do. And in fact, you have to have an Apple phone and you use it as a remote. 
That sounds like a giant pain in the ass. Yeah. I mean, it really does. Like, I, I mean, I know that like we like Tonal and we're you know we're fans, but like that just seems like that would be a complete pain in the ass. That like you got to, especially if you're using other things like weights or something, you got to set that down and pick up your phone and like. Ugh. Well, the good news is Mira doesn't seem to have weight classes, so oh, it's it's more about yoga and things like that, oh, and yeah. you know, like doing burpees, which I hate, but um, we've it, established. Yeah, it's more about like. It's more about exercises than like a program. Does that make sense? You get what I'm trying to say? I think so. Like functional fitness. Right. Uh, you know, body weight exercises. That's what I'm there looking we go. for. Yeah. You it's should more trademark about that. that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a little late. Oh, okay. There's a new tonal talk if you're looking to get caught up. Yeah. Super exciting. WNBA superstar Jewel Lloyd. Uh, it's pretty cool to have somebody of that caliber to be able to have access to them and get to hear all about their life their workouts uh how they use tonal because she's she's a huge tonal user so that's pretty exciting yeah what a win for tonal absolutely the tonal team put together a fun little video for people yeah it's uh they're they literally each team member had their own part of it that they filmed and then they're passing the weight to the next person they're passing the handle so the smart handle so like sometimes they're dropping it through the floor to the next the next trainer sometimes they're throwing it to the next one really cute set to music very fun i really enjoyed that kind of a thing i think it started with uh um stunt i first time i saw it was with stunt people oh and they were like like punch at the camera and then it would cut and the person would go flying back and like and it was like Famous stunt people And then they were Actually interacting With the people That they do the stunts for oh. So it would be like Somebody punching And then it would be like Camera Diaz getting punched And then she'd pop up And like kick the camera And then it would be Another stunt person And then like Drew Barrymore And then yeah Oh like, fine Yeah Yeah well it's It's based on that Type of thing And it, and I I have seen a lot of them In the, the COVID era I, I think it's fun to see people That you quote unquote Know Right Doing it and, Absolutely And you get to see A little bit of their Personality whenever When people do video Videos like this yeah. you know and how they choose to to throw in yeah, or interact because you get like i think the way they do it is they like here's what your handoff is going to be and then you construct from whatever your handoff is and then you hand off and the next person does the same thing exactly like, so it's it's always kind of evolving as it goes so they're, they're fun they are yeah really enjoyed it checking in with the tonal team so uh, joining us today via the magic of skype phone is tonal's community manager Kate Telge. Hey, Kate, how's it going? Hi, I'm good. How are y'all? Hi. Good. Can you say y'all? In ta- I mean, you're in San Francisco, right? Is that allowed? Yes, but I lived in Texas for five years, so I think oh, that okay. gives me the right. I think yeah. so. I believe. I Absolutely. Be- I believe it's three and a half years. You get a you get a card. Yeah, and I'm pretty yeah. sure you also always get to say bless bless your heart. Also, <laughs> I think that just both of those come together. So yeah, nice package deal you got there. Yeah. I mean, it really is just it's efficient, y'all. You all, it just takes too long. So I'm all for it, y'all. You're a busy person. Yeah, you're the total community <laughs> manager. Damn it, you don't have time for that. That's what contractions are for. Well, exactly. speaking of. What what exactly does a community manager do? Honestly, I had no idea when I took this job. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're doing a good job. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I create community and I manage it. Um, but essentially, when you purchase a tonal, 
And if this was, you know, pre-COVID that you had the option to go to your gym and you could get those high fives in the weight room, which I don't really know if anyone actually does, but you could have that <laughs> sort of camaraderie in a, in a workout class or at a gym. And with Tonal, the magic of it is part of the magic of it is that it's in your home. And so you no longer have that little, uh, the little fist bumps or the recognizing someone little waves. Um, so I'm trying to bring that back to people, um, in the community. And yes, it's virtual, but sometimes I feel like it works better that way. Cause I mean, I don't really, maybe it's just me, but when I go to a workout class, I actually don't talk to people and I talk to people <laughs> through tonal all the time. <laughs> That is exactly yeah. how I was. I never talked to anybody when I went to the gym. Uh, I was very intimidated, and I am naturally a shy and introverted person. So I I am the same way, and I, I think that it is a lot easier, lower pressure to have mm-hmm. that community that's virtual. I think especially with, with if you're going to the gym for strength training, weightlifting type stuff, I feel like that's the part of the gym that's the most intimidating. It is, in my opinion. Yeah. Totally. And so, so I think, totally or tonally? Tonally. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> So, so I, I think it stands to reason that people might have a greater sense of community because there's less pressure. Yeah. You know? As soon as you see those, those usually typically those dudes throwing the barbells down and making that big clang sound with the loud grunt, I'm out. Yeah. And well, you, I don't know if it's just me, but I just automatically always assumed that everyone at the gym knew more than I did. Like even yes, when I was yeah. a personal trainer and a group fitness instructor, it's just like you just automatically assume that, oh, they're lifting heavy. They know way more than I do. And I'm going to screw something up and look stupid. Now, that's fascinating that you were a personal trainer and group fitness trainer and you still felt that way. Yep. Wow. I just feel like it's something like as a woman in the gym, it just never, maybe like when I growing up, I just always saw men in the weight side and women on the cardio side. And so I just felt like that was my place. And I don't know, it's, it's definitely shifted and I've gotten more comfortable in the weight room as I started training more women, but honestly, it's an uphill battle. And so I'm so glad that tonal exists that people don't have to deal with that ever again. Yes. I completely agree. What does a typical day look like for you at work with tonal? You can do pre-COVID or post-COVID, whatever is easier for you. (laughs) Well, it's cool because it's kind of similar. Like my job is uh, so much online that I can have my, I can do my day-to-day stuff online. Um, So my my role hasn't changed drastically. Um, But typically I wake up at around seven or eight and people think I wake up at like 4.30 in the morning to post the daily workout thread, but that's scheduled. That's that's our little secret. But I, I don't wake up that early every day. <laughs> don't worry. We'll we'll edit that out. <laughs> yeah. never tell them. Kate yeah. never sleeps. Right. <laughs> um, but I go in and I just check on all the recent posts and make sure there's no fires to put out. And I won't necessarily start engaging right away. Um, and then I go into like an early morning stand up meeting um, and then just any other meetings that I have, check my inbox, check my notifications, check my DMs. And then I go and I start just responding to all the comments and the posts that people kind of share in the community and cheering people on. That's my favorite part. Uh, seeing all, everything everyone's accomplished. A lot of my time is spent kind of like planning what the initiatives we're going to be doing. So the tonal talk guests I'll have, the tonal labs we're going to put on, um, the Facebook live workouts. Like that's what I really love to do is those sort of like virtual 
virtual events uh, getting all the coaches on board and creating little briefs for them and uh, proposals for the team and getting things approved like that's a lot of my job with a job like this is there like a template that you can follow or is it just kind of you sit down and go Eh, that seems like a good idea. I guess I'll do that. <laughs> um, I think what the job, the job description that I saw when I first applied is very different from the actual job that I'm doing now. And that's to nobody's fault other than my own. It's like, I keep being like, I want to do this. Can I do this to my manager? <laughs> and, um, but there, there is a process of, you know, if I have an idea for something that I want to do, I run it past the right stakeholders. I'll create a brief or a deck. I have to find supporting data that shows like, this is a good idea because, or, you know, I have data that shows that people want this and this will be good for engagement or whatever. Uh, you know, it's a tech company. <laughs> they sure. like those numbers. <laughs> so when you say you have to have data, is there like, I don't know, like an industry journal you go to? Or do you just look back at other posts and say, we did X and that was popular. So maybe Y or X plus Y would be good, too. Yeah, it's more intuitive. There, I mean, there there are Instagram, there are um, industry standards for things like Instagram engagement and metrics like your follower engagement and your growth engagement um, on like a public Instagram page or something. But I actually don't do any of the social media. That's all my colleague Mike. And there aren't as many metrics or benchmarks for closed Facebook community groups, which I right. wish there were. But it's almost like this like Wild West untapped marketing world that totally. I think is it's very valuable and I wish there were like analytical software that would help me with my data collection but a lot of the data collection that I do is manual and I guess since they're there since the groups are closed it would be hard to go and yeah. you know scrape for data because by virtue of definition you yep. can't get in there yeah so, a lot of privacy laws that yeah. prevent that which is cool I mean I'm all yeah. about protecting that I just find it fascinating because it's like so much of what you're doing is kind of uncharted water so yeah. I was just kind of curious like how much of it is laid out and how much of it is is they hire somebody that can look at it and go yeah I, I can figure it out I guess yeah I've, I've had to kind of figure out a lot of the processes myself because obviously it was a startup so they didn't this is the first community manager that they had and so I got to kind of create things the way I wanted to do them, which has been really fun and re really great growth opportunity for me. Yeah, I bet. And, and speaking of, when did you begin working at Tonal? How did, like, I don't even know the history of Tonal. When, what officially, <laughs> like, what year did they officially start? When did you come on board? Tell us the origin story. Yes, we need the entire story from the beginning. <laughs> um, okay, well, it all goes back to when Ali Arati was born in... <laughs> <laughs> wow, this okay. is a deep dive. This might be two-parter <laughs> um so i came on board july 2019 so almost exactly a year ago i'm coming up on my anniversary um which is so exciting but tonal had been on the market for since october that year so october like five or six months uh, okay. you guys can fact check me on that math um, <laughs> but under a year and i remember coming in and then being like okay we're planning our one-year birthday party and we were like when's the one-year birthday party and they're like we don't really know but we're gonna say it's october because that's how it's <laughs> <laughs> like about when we started selling so it wasn't this like because we had like 
beta groups that were trying the product and they were slow rolling it out to California or Northern California and then slowly to the rest of the country. So it's like hard to pinpoint what the actual inception date was, but October is our general birthday. And so, uh, yeah, I've been there a year and I found Tonal through the coaches actually, um, because I was a trainer and I did my personal trainer training at a gym in San Francisco where a lot of them also did their personal training training. So it's kind of funny. I was living in Bangkok before and I was a huge fan. I found coach Natalie on Instagram and was like a huge fangirl for coach Natalie and got connected to her through Instagram while I was living in Asia. And then that's how I got connected to the gym that I trained my clients at. And then I met Liz and Nicolette who were all coaching a tonal. And when I started training my clients there, it was like this secret, secret project that they couldn't tell anyone about. And then finally it came out that it was tonal. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool. But I didn't really think much of it for myself. Um, and then I saw the listing for community manager and I was like, I could do that. (laughs) (laughs) I want in on this. (laughs) And it was at a time in my life where I was going through a big transition and a breakup and I needed some financial stability. Coaching is a, it's a grind and it's tough when you're starting out in a new competitive city. So, uh, tonal being there, I was like, well, this could be really cool. And I applied and I didn't have the exact experience or background that they were really looking for. I had never worked in tech before. I actually hadn't technically been a community manager before, but I had managed my own brand. I had built my own community um, and that was going really well. And so I kind of just leveraged that experience. And in my opinion, Tonal took a chance on me and I hope that they think it paid off, <laughs> but <laughs> don't tell them. I, I didn't have, I didn't come from like Google or Airbnb and have this like huge community manager tech background. So, <laughs> so I guess we will not be sharing this interview with them. Yeah. <laughs> just edit this whole thing out. <laughs> oh, I, you know, it's, that's uh that's funny. I feel like a lot of times with startups, I love that about startups that they can put the focus more on the skills that are needed rather than the exact experience or, and the exact or like order. The, the personality. They can yeah. have somebody come in and be like, you don't necessarily know everything, but like we trust that you know enough and that you have the right mindset to figure out the things you don't know. Yeah, that you can be a self-starter. And like you said, there's so many things you figured out. You did your own processes. I mean, you're clearly driven. I think they're very happy with you. Uh, <laughs> and if you came from Google, they couldn't afford you anyway. That's Right. <laughs> I mean, they were a startup. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them I've, been, I've been loving it. So it's been a really fun experience. That's great. And congrats on the upcoming work anniversary. That is very exciting. Yeah. yeah so can we ask like what uh, what was going on in Asia? Like what what <laughs> took you to Asia? Yeah, that's, how did you that's end a pretty up- unique experience? So I went to school in Texas where I got my y'all card. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I studied advertising and business and I worked for a couple of, I got really into um, like social entrepreneurship um, and like ethical fashion, sustainable fashion. And I interned at a few places and then I was looking to take it that one step further, get some experience working abroad in sustainable fashion. And I was hoping to work in South America to like brush up on my Spanish and finally solidify that. Um, but instead, I got connected to a company in Cambodia and ironically called Tonle. So sounds very similar to Tonal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and 
it was a startup and I took a chance again. They took a chance on me and I moved out there and I lived there for two years. And then, um, shockingly, there's not a ton of money in sustainable fashion in Cambodia. So I got into <laughs> personal training and fitness on the side to help pay the bills. Something that had already always been like a passion of mine, but nothing that I ever thought that I could turn into a job. Um, but I really loved working one on one with women and making, helping them feel stronger physically and just seeing how that translated into mental and emotional strength. Uh, so I got my personal training certificate online and I started group classes at this like Cambodian gym where they were like, what the hell is this? girl doing (laughs) (laughs) so you were teaching locals not like expats that were over there yeah i taught like hot i don't know if you guys know it but yoga sculpts it's like a core power yoga sculpts uh class it's really hard my clients used to call it evil yoga but um (laughs) i think that's a great name you need to trademark that right now yes evil yoga by kate yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's like it was like older cambodian women and they would i had like a feedback form that they could fill out and they'd be like why is the class so hard and why is it hot and i was like well it's it's like the class it's like part of it and they just like didn't get it (laughs) is that like a spinoff of traditional hot yoga yeah it's like it's yeah, it's hot yoga. There's weights. There's music. You kind of, kind of like lift. It's yeah, it's tough. It's supposed to be like a fitness class, less yoga. And they, they were like, Cambodia is already hot. You don't need to make it hot. And yeah. it's like you have a point. Yeah, they, I was thinking that I was like, hot yoga should just be yoga in <laughs> Cambodia. Like that's either way. They were not into it. Yeah. I think I actually got fired from there. I went on vacation and then I came back and I was like ready to teach again and like my spot was filled. So I was like, okay, got it. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> but look at you now. I know, right? Um, but then I, um, I was in Bangkok for the weekend one time and I went to go work at a workout and um, the studio manager there was like, hey, we got we just got chatting and I told him I was a trainer and he's like, oh, well, I'm looking for, you know, to hire some foreigners for a new gym I'm starting. And I was like, well, I'm looking to leave Cambodia. I just got fired from my own. Job. <laughs> You're like, I'm fleeing Cambodia. <laughs> They're literally chasing me out because of my evil yoga. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, he, I ended up interviewing with him and I got the job and started working for this gym in Bangkok called base. And it turned out to be a total hit and it, it got voted best gym in Asia. And I was training all these celebrities and I was like, wait, 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 best gym in Asia. Yeah. Like That's amazing. Whole, like the whole continent. The whole continent. Whoa. Whoa. Pretty That's cool a place. lot of people. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. So were you teaching Asian celebrities or would like, uh, like Western celebrities train there when they were in the area i was training like thai celebrities so like i didn't know who they were but i would have people come in my class and everyone would start freaking out and i'd be like what and they'd be like that girl has like five million followers and she's like never (laughs) i was like okay well do your (laughs) (laughs) push-ups that's probably was a selling point though right that you would treat because you would you wouldn't fangirl out on them and you would just be like yeah whatever yeah and treat them like a normal person so that's that's true yeah but i definitely had to like create like no cell phones on the training floor policies because people would like selfie the whole thing or Right. They'd have like their nannies on the training floor with the with their kids. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun at the same time. Wow. That's cool. Wow. (laughs) 
So uh, it's what made you come yeah, what back? Made you, what then? made you leave oh, yeah. that? So I was there for four years in Asia, and I was like, you know what? I think it's just time that I go back to America. <laughs> like I, it was like <laughs> I saw my my life as like my track was becoming like a celebrity personal trainer in Thailand. And I was like, that's really cool. But is that what I want my life to be? I don't know. And and there's only so far I could go without speaking Thai. And Thai is so hard to even try to learn that I was like, right. I can kind of stay at this level, which was great, but I want to be building more. I want to be doing more. So I think it's time to move back to the U.S. And my family was there and I had niece and nephew getting older. And yeah, it was just time. It just felt like it had kind of run its course. That's a wow. bold move. It is. I mean, to I mean to walk away from something that's successful and also walk away from something that you probably know that there's a lot of people that would kill for something like that. And you're, and you're just like, hmm. No, yeah, thanks. It's always, and, you know, grass is always greener. Everyone was right. like, oh my God, your life in Asia is so cool. And it was, but there's trade offs in any sure. situation. So, yeah. I just, I was ready. And I'm glad yeah. I came back. Well, absolutely. Everything's, it, it sounds like everything's wonderful now. But, but I, I agree with Tom. What a bold move. I think it's very adventurous of you. Very exciting. I've, I'm so excited we got to have this conversation because I didn't know any of this yeah. about you. This is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't come up as much anymore. But yeah, it's a little funny, fun factoid about me. <laughs> I'll say. Yeah. Well, what do you feel like the tonal community in general is like? And and I'm really curious to hear in contrast with the communities that you did, like, that you interacted with as a personal trainer. Yeah, I mean, the tonal community is awesome. I feel I feel like they make my life, my job and my life so much easier than it could be. It's a group of really positive, supportive people. So I, I feel like I hit the jackpot with the community that I was tasked to manage. Um, like it, it couldn't be, be a group of better people. So yeah, they're they're just wait. What was the question? <laughs> I'm just going on about how much I love our community. <laughs> I mean, that, well, the question the question was tell us about the community. So you're yeah. you're still within yeah, the lane. You're spot yeah. on. Okay. Yeah, they're pretty they're pretty great. <laughs> Uh, and I was just wondering if there was any like compare and contrasting that you ever do mentally uh, to the communities that you worked with as a personal trainer. The communities I worked with as a personal trainer, I was focusing my niche clientele was women who weren't necessarily looking to change their bodies like for aesthetic reasons, but were looking to gain strength and confidence and body confidence and foster a sense of like loving and appreciating their bodies. And I've tried to I don't put my views on the community at all, but I've tried to infuse a little bit of body positivity and like size acceptance and just like self love and self worth and a little bit less focus on the aesthetics and more on what strength is internally. And, you know, there's just like little sprinkles of it here and there. And I don't judge anyone who's like, hey, I'm here to get a six pack. Like, that's cool, too. But I, I want the community to celebrate all body types and what strength looks like on all different people. Fabulous. Yeah, I think that's great. I do, too. Because, I mean, to get a six pack is great, but it's also like that's almost a full time job. It is. And that's just not realistic for most most people. They've got a full-time job And they yeah. don't need a second one And people want to eat <laughs> things Besides things that they should eat And it's and, and so much of having that six-pack is, is the nutrition aspect And so, you know, you can train all day long But if you eat more than you train it, It's not going to matter <laughs> Yeah, totally Or like, you know, if 
some for some people having a six pack isn't gonna isn't when they're gonna be their strongest. Like if I had a six pack, the things I would have to do to get that six pack would make me feel very weak, very tired, very you know not my strongest at all. So I, I just. I hope that we can evolve past just thinking physique equals strength. And there's so much more holistic that holistically that encompasses strength and what it means to be your strongest. That is a very good point. <laughs> so I know you haven't been there uh, or it hasn't been around a super long time, but have you noticed any evolutions in the tonal community? Yeah, I always notice like an, there's when there's an influx of new people around, like there was holidays and then now it's just I don't I wouldn't say the the demographic changes or anything, but the conversation changes. So it'll be right. a lot of questions about installs or delivery times and getting started. And then it kind of goes back to being all about progress and where they're at and their gains. So it's just kind of this sort of like ebb and flow with that coincides with our sales cycle that I found interesting. Which, by the way, one thing that you do that I really like is that you post when you do your welcome post, you you post some of those things like here's where you can find all this stuff here's where you can get answers to your questions and you're very open and let people ask questions without feeling silly about it and in other communities that's not always the case so i i really appreciate that you do that for new people and make them feel welcome and involved it's oh, great yeah thank you i always want people to feel comfortable asking questions because if someone has a question 10 other people do too and i don't want it to be like oh there's a search bar like <laughs> my, my goal and <laughs> providing those resources are so that people can find the answers they need faster but i totally get that you know sometimes you don't know where to look so it's just a little one more resource for people because there's when you get a tonal there's a lot going on there's a lot to learn there's there's a lot to figure out and so i just want to make that transition as easy as possible for people makes sense yeah do you ever feel like you have to, i i'm not i'm not sure if you actually manage the facebook community or the social media communities and in that like if somebody is asking questions or maybe if somebody does say something that's a little off color maybe it's not the best. like are, are you actively managing that those kinds of interactions or does that happen organically or you just don't need that you don't there's no need for that i'm just curious how in general tonal handles that yeah like moderation the moderation aspect is probably the hardest part of my job and the part that's like like tears me up the most personally like i hate I hate having to take people's remove people's comments or take people's posts down. Uh, it's I, I don't like being like bad cop at all. Um, I want free <laughs> speech and everyone to feel comfortable and welcome. But there are times that in order to make people everyone feel comfortable and welcome, I do have to put like my moderation hat, my bad cop hat on and um, remove posts or send people just DMs just kind of explaining why I think that this might not be the best post or the best place for the post. Um, and I have built out the group rules as I've gone to be able to keep it a supportive and positive environment. But yeah, as we grow, there's always more opinions and more people, more new people chiming in and 99% of the time it's all amazing and then there's just 1% that I have to kind of stay on top of. <laughs> totally. Gotta yeah. crack the whip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is tough. I don't I don't like that part of my job, but it is important and I actually sent out a survey to community members back in January being like, "Hey, this is this is your community. What do you want to see? What do you not want to see?" And the number one thing people said they don't want to see is like customer care complaining posts or negativity like they they don't want to see that so 
me moderating is is giving the people what they want and what they look for in the community which is something i have to remember when it's tough for me to remove posts or turn off commenting or whatever well, if, if it makes you feel any better, I can say that I have personally witnessed over time whenever nothing is done, that what ends up happening is the entire vibe changes. Totally. And, uh, and I love the vibe that you guys have. So I, I, I hope that it's able to stay where it is. So you're you're helping to contribute to that by yeah. keeping things within the lanes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I keep keep saying. It's it's tough in the moment, but it's for it's for the greater good. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, tell us about some of the community programs that you have uh, put in place with Tonal. Oh, so many. Where do I start? Um, my personal favorite is, and it's my little baby, is the Tonal Talks and the Tonal Labs. Um, so Tonal Talks are a biweekly kind of interview style show. That's a Facebook Live situation. And, and I'll interview community members with inspiring stories or athletes who use Tonal or employees or coaches who have an interesting um, side to their stories that people might not know about. Um, and it's a, just a great way for the community to connect and get to know each other and to hear about how different people use Tonal in their lives. And then I have the Tonal Labs show. So they alternate Wednesday evenings at 5 p.m. They're always live. Um, And the Tonal Labs are like strength training specific workshops. So it's basically like really great free content for people on how they can lift better, more effectively, safely, how they can reach their goals with Tonal. Um, And we bring in experts with our coaches. We might even bring some external experts in at some point. Uh, But those are really educational and a fun way for people to learn. And I've been really blown away by how much detail people want to get into. Like they want the science, they want the nitty gritty, they want the detail. Like in, in today's society, it seems so hard to capture people's attention for more than five seconds. But with those tonal labs, I see people staying on for the entire hour of like very detail oriented program specific like topics. So I think our community is just so smart. <laughs> yeah. I, I've watched a couple of those and uh, I have to say the one about the lower back pain like Ooh. that was absolutely fascinating. I had so many questions like I had like I could have gone on for days. I'm like, well, what about this? And what about that? Because I had been experiencing <laughs> my own lower back pain. Right. So so it was it was great. And uh, I felt like it was super helpful too. like not only was it educational, it was able to personally, I could then take things I learned and apply it immediately, which is fabulous. I mean, how often can you do that with something that you watch on Facebook Live? Like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, that's that's the the goal is that people can take action items out of these tonal labs and applying apply them to their next workout like Jackson coach Jackson did one about how to you know maximize every rep on tonal and it was about tempo like slowing down and how you can make the weight feel even heavier than 200 pounds which I am nowhere needing that but it was just like actionable (laughs) tips for everyone to make their workouts more effective and so those are really fun you can make the weight feel heavier but why what sort of monster would do that? <laughs> Somebody who needs more than 200 pounds of strength. <laughs> or but it's even anyone, like if you just slow down and you focus and you try to activate the muscles you're trying to work, like your workout is going to completely change than if you're just phoning it in and you're going through really fast and you might do the same weight. But if you change your tempo or you change your focus, you're going to feel it in an entirely different way the next day. So I, I love giving people these little nuggets that they can practice in their tonal workouts and help them move stronger and more effectively and 
gain strength. I well, do love nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken nuggets, Chicken nuggets, nuggets. But, yeah. <laughs> Gold nuggets are cool too. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I will also say that's another one of the tonal labs that I watched. And uh, even if you're not looking for more strength, like you said, it's it's a way that I I feel. That focus that you're talking about I feel like that helped me To stay injury free You know doing mm-hmm. doing the moves Because I was so focused on the form And the the how quickly I was going up and down It's particular in goblet squats That's what I'm yeah. picturing in yeah. my mind And um and I, I, it did like completely changed my relationship with the goblet squats, which are not fun for me. So that was great for it to change that relationship. <laughs> uh, yeah, the tonal labs are, are great. And then we're doing, we're starting a new segment called Ask a Coach. Um, and it's going to be Thursdays at four. We're going to try that time slot out. And I'll create an event and then people can write all of their questions to the coaches that they have. Um, and then a coach will go on live and answer them and answer any other questions that come up that people want to type in. And this is just a way to give people more like easier access to the coaches. Our coaches are brilliant. They are experts in what they do. Um, and this is a way to have them get their questions answered in a more streamlined way so that um, our coaches aren't just responding to tags left and right. And it's like more streamlined for the coaches to answer. So I'm hoping that this is a way for everyone to, to get answers to their questions and for the coaches to kind of explain some things that they've wanted to talk about. So are these fitness related questions or literally any question you have for a coach? <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping there will you. be parameters. I did do I, back a long time ago. I did coach AMAs that were ask me anything's, and so people could ask about like personal life and backgrounds and whatever. Uh, but this will be tailored to training on tonal, so I'm going to have to put me, some parameters in, like example questions that are great questions, questions that our coaches uh, that are outside of our coaches' scope of practice to advise on. So yeah, you can you can check out the event invite for that. <laughs> I feel like you you did a. A broader topic one And you had to put on Your bad cop moderator <laughs> It hasn't happened yet <laughs> She's like But I don't want it to lie right. Either yes. <laughs> Got some weird guy If we were on a desert island together <laughs> <laughs> and then also uh, we have some every other Friday we do a little happy hour kind of like a fun thing we've done trivia we've done uh, kids yoga we've done cooking with Nicolette that one is really popular so we're going to be bringing that one back it's like Nicolette is a self-proclaimed terrible baker and she started this little show on her Instagram called WTF Baking <laughs> we had to change the title to bring it into the community but uh, it's the same premise it's like her messing up while cooking <laughs> <laughs> I've seen fun. some of the excerpts from it And it's awesome <laughs> that's, that's my kind of cooking right there Exactly So it's actually There's no baking required It's very simple healthy recipes And it's just like a fun way For everyone to connect And then we also have the weekly pause On Monday nights That's uh, coaches showing Our community members Different recovery techniques So anything from mindfulness And meditation To different stretching And relaxation techniques Or um, corrective exercises like we've had our coaches do all sorts of things but anything that helps people recover because that's also a really important part of strength training that some people neglect so I try to infuse as much recovery tips in as possible so I just have to ask you out of morbid curiosity have you tried anything that you were just like uh-uh 
that was a bad idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> there was one. Oh my gosh. It was um it was Coach Pablo and Natalie doing a Zoom happy hour dance party and it was really really funny. It was like a Zoom call. But I couldn't be there. I couldn't be on the Zoom, like, interacting. So I had my mic off and my video off. And everyone was having fun. But it, it was just like, we cannot. We, I'm glad this isn't a private Zoom call. There was a lot of twerking and, like, <laughs> lots of moves. It was, it was so fun to watch. But, like, it's not something that I could have, like, on a large public scale. <laughs> I'm really glad our CMO isn't tuned into this right now. <laughs> Not that wasn't on brand twerking. It was off brand twerking. It was a little off brand. She's like, well, maybe we should put this one behind, put this behind a paywall. (laughs) We might have another revenue stream. It was really fun, but it's uh, we're gonna keep that one where it was. Yeah, (laughs) that's great. Well, so you recently bought your own tonal for home, and uh, well, that couldn't have been better timing. Yeah. It's like you knew the COVID was coming. <laughs> well, she used to live in Asia, honey. <laughs> She's, she, she had an inside track. Right. <laughs> um, so it's funny, I did, I bought a tonal for my apartment in February, and then COVID hit, and my partner and I were like, we have three dogs in a one-bedroom apartment with no desks. We need to leave. So we went to L.A. to her parents' home that didn't have a tonal. So I, the tonal's just been sitting there. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Oh, my gosh. You were on the right track and then no. I know. It took, so a, took a turn. <laughs> one, of my, one of my coworkers who doesn't have a tonal at her home, she goes over and uses it like three days a week and she waters my plants in exchange. So it's been working. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's really great. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. very nice of you and nice of her. What a great way to handle that. I well, was yeah. wondering when, when like because for the listeners you're on a Skype call so we can see you and I can we can see the background and you were talking about your apartment I was like holy hell what like, kind of apartment that is a massive Especially apartment in San Francisco look at those exposed beams holy crap what is total pay well, I'm a trillionaire and I just do tunnel for volunteer work it's, just <laughs> it's a beautiful home yeah. it is very, like, it's, it's not a bad place to quarantine there's like a beautiful backyard and lots of space for the dog so it's it's worked out (laughs) (laughs) well good for you and the dog that's a good way to handle that well okay well were you using the one at work often like were you using tonal tonals at work (laughs) yes i was but i honestly even though i worked at tonal and there were tonals everywhere i still had a hard time fitting it in because in my day i just would get so busy and there'd be meetings and all the things and the posts and i just i wouldn't work out and then I got it at my home and I've been on a roll. So a good part of the story is also that Tonal was very generous and they gave me a loaner Tonal for my girlfriend's family's house. So Aww. I oh, nice. had a Tonal. Yeah. Thank God, because it's been a lifesaver. Um, and I have actually, for the first time in a year since working at Tonal, worked out on Tonal every single day in the month of May. So it's been really, really cool. And it was because they introduced that calendar view on the app where you get a little bubble for every day you work out. I'm like, damn it. 
That's so motivating for me. <laughs> you want like to see all the boxes little checked. black dots. <laughs> I'm just trying to think how they do a loner one because they got to really drill into your wall for that thing. Yeah, that's so true. I'm kind of hoping my girlfriend's parents will want to keep it after we leave because they've gotcha. been using it. Have all they? the time yeah. yeah so i think they'll like it we'll see i haven't really asked tonal what we're what the plan is so <laughs> it probably costs them more to come get it than it does to just leave it there <laughs> I know, right? hopefully they just kind of forget like, there's been a lot yeah. going on <laughs> <Like> fingers crossed <laughs> well yeah we'll cross our fingers we'll send good thoughts <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned that you were a personal trainer, so obviously you were working out lots before you started at Tonal. But but how like what about when you were younger? Have you always just been into fitness or did you have like a journey of how you became into fitness? How did that work? Yeah, I've been I remember being 13 and asking my mom for a gym membership when I was like for Christmas or birthday or something and wow. she, I always saw her going to the gym and I was like that looks fun. And so she got me like a small pack of personal training sessions when I was young so I could learn how to like lift properly and how to put together my own programs. So she's really the one who got me into fitness at a very young age. And I was athletic in school. Um, I ran cross country and I was, I was very, very good at cross country, but, um, I actually developed a pretty bad eating disorder. And so I had to quit cross country, um, and kind of quit. I wasn't really allowed to go to the gym for a while. Um, exercise became like pretty addicting and kind of like a, a place of like punishment for me. Um, and so I really just had to go on my own journey of like healing and figuring out a way that I could make exercise be like empowering again for me. And that's kind of what I did with my clients when I was a personal trainer was kind of, I didn't want it to be, you know, oh, you ate that. So now you have to do X amount of burpees or anything like militaristic for me. Like that's just not my style. I want it to feel good and feel, feel empowering and make you feel energized after. Um, and so that's why tonal has been a really great fit for me because it's, it, like they do celebrate strength in in all forms and i feel like i can have a healthy relationship with with exercise now and it's interesting that you say that because when you said that you asked you asked for that at 13 i was just like my it was instantly i was like oh i'd be worried about what space that's coming from oh from, i was in, i was like oh I wish I wish anybody in my household would see me exercise and be motivated by that. That was and, what went through my head. And I get head. that too. Like <laughs> totally. there's, there, it's kind of a do, a parallel track. No, totally. You know what I mean? You're you're right. Like, I mean, I have a 13 year old daughter, so like when when you say, I think like, oh, she won't get off the couch for anything. You know, like ever. Ever, mm-hmm. she and, gets her love of exercise from me, which is weird because she's not my daughter. <laughs> Incredible couch surfer. Yes, yes, yes yeah. definitely. I'm curious. Well, first of all, thank you for sharing something yeah. so personal with us. I really appreciate that. Do you feel like that kind of drew you into personal training? Like, was was that? something you wanted to do to find that way to be healthy, to have a a healthy relationship with exercise? Yeah. So I think that my relationship with exercise in my body has really ebbed and flowed. 
Um, like I said to you, I asked for personal training sessions when I was 13, and that was coming from a pure place of like wanting to learn about fitness. But I was hospitalized with an eating disorder when I was 14, so not too long after. And then I wasn't really allowed to work out for a while. And then, you know, things kind of normalized and I went through college and just kind of had that regular relationship with exercise that a lot of people do. Like you kind of work out to hopefully try to lose weight and, you know, whatever. It wasn't anything like harmful or scary, but it definitely wasn't the best relationship with exercise. And then when I did start becoming a personal trainer, I definitely, I definitely wasn't, there were, there were motives in the back of my mind that weren't pure, um, you know, kind of hoping that, you know, oh, if I'm paid to do this, then I'll start to look a certain way and that'll be the motivation I need. Um, so yeah, definitely not pure motivations, but I went through my own struggles with it and it, I kind of noticed it sliding back into the eating disorder world. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to do this. I need to make a change. And that's when I shifted towards body positivity and making it more empowering. And yeah, so it's been, it's been quite a journey, but I find that strength training is the most like complimentary for that goal of mine, because it's not like when I was exercising for the wrong reasons, I felt like I had to be crawling on the ground, leaving a workout in order for it to count. And with strength training, right. that's not, that's not how I feel. You can take your time, you can rest, uh, you want to go slow, you want to feel strong, you want to feel powerful. And if you're harming your body, you can't perform at that at that level. You have to fuel yourself in order to have strength. Totally. You can't, you can't be strong in an empty tank. So like, yeah, that would make total sense. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's been a journey <laughs> for sure. It's yeah, very, it it's very it. powerful. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's like anything where you have to really work to find that balance. I mean, the I'm sure you have so much appreciation for it now, the balance that you've you have found. So that's yeah, I think that's pretty cool. I will also say I feel like the the older I get, the more I realize that n- nobody looks the way they want to look. You know what I mean? Like people with straight hair wish they had curly hair. People, I hear people complain about having gray hair, and I'm like, I just wish I had hair. (laughs) I don't even care if it's gray. I would take it. You know, that's true. I mean, that's definitely something I've found in the work that I've done. Is it's really not about your body or your weight. It's about what's going on inside. Because when I was my skinniest or you know closer to the ideal body type, I was very unhappy with how I looked and never satisfied. So, and I've heard, I've literally had conversations with models who have that perfect quote unquote physique who are so insecure and so unhappy with their bodies. So it's, it's not about the body. It's about your internal state of being and your outlook. Um, and like just general appreciation for your body. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. That's deep. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean to go there, but we went there. Yeah. That's I, what we do. I, li- I like those. We don't do of, it. Yeah. I don't do it. But sometimes we guide people in places where they say, "Tom, quick, really. lighten the mood." Yeah, <laughs> tell a joke, honey. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you have any advice for people who are new to the community, new to tonal? New yeah, to exercise. Jump in. Jump in. Um, <laughs> we actually found that people in the community worked out on average like two times more a week or something. That statistic is wrong, but it was it was like they worked out more minutes or more days per week, and then they rated their um, experience on tonal higher than people who weren't in the community. So. Jump into the community and stay involved. Um, the more you make something a part of your daily life, 
the more it becomes a habit and you're, you're more likely to carry it on, um, permanently. So, you know, start reading posts, engage, comment on things, um, share your progress publicly. It's, it's a great way to get a little dopamine hit. If you have had success on tonal, we want to celebrate that. So just say, make it a part of your daily life engage with the community, make friends. I've, I've heard some people say, you know, I've never, I've never been on Facebook or been one to be in groups or I didn't even have a Facebook before this, but because of this community, now I'm on Facebook. So I'm sorry for <laughs> increasing your social media time, but, <laughs> but it is a good way to stay motivated and to stay accountable and to keep uh, going back to your tonal. And then you're just, you're going to get better results that way, no matter what your goal is. I will also say that because the community is so positive that if that's what's in your feed, it's going to make you feel better. It's, yeah, it's, it's all sunshine and rainbows, not Krabby <laughs> Pants. <laughs> we try to keep the Krabby Pants out. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, I guess that's that's it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day yes, to join you. us. I went by fast. I was like, what if I talk about for an hour? <laughs> we we have that out. effect on people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> before we go, where can people find you in case they don't already know uh pretty much 24 7 in the official tonal community come find me i'm there she gets up at 4 a.m is what i hear (laughs) (laughs) that's four o'clock our time when she's on the west coast yeah so it's like two o'clock yeah a lot of times whenever i get up at at six five five thirty six i see a post from kate and i'm like oh (laughs) Man. <laughs> well, um, I think that's all for us. Do you have any anything else that you want to say to the community? Anything anything else? I just thanks so much for having me and everyone who's in the community, thank you so much for making it the best job I've ever had. It doesn't Aww. feel like a job most days. Some days it definitely does, but not every day. <laughs> Those are the best jobs to have. Those are the best jobs to have. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> That's fabulous. <laughs> so I guess uh, that brings this episode to a close. What, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? Next week, we're going to have an interview with Ann Kingman, who is owner of a Peloton and a tonal and and Anne was actually the first person that had an in-depth conversation with with us you and I Tom yes about tonal and uh, it really really got my interest in the product up. yeah so um, I am excited to take that interview that we did originally for the clip out and repurpose it and and have people from the superset community have a chance to listen to it absolutely and also for people that go back and forth between the two podcasts first off thank you hello and also i think this will probably be the last time that we do that and that moving forward they'll all be different new interviews over here like this week's was exactly so so, um anyway that's uh i guess it for this one until next time where can people find you people can find me at facebook.com slash crystal d o'keefe they can find me on instagram twitter and of course on the tonal at clip out crystal and you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. And of course, find the show online at Facebook.com slash Superset Podcast. Like the page, join the group. And wherever you're getting your podcast, be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep lifting. Smart handle, smart bar, smart tree. There you are. Customize, make it right. AI, form and vibe. Superset will show you what it's all about. It's a tonal. The Superset is made possible in part by support from Tonal.